All right, we are back. My next guest standing by is Peg Streep, and she's joining us to talk about her latest book, Daughter Detox. Good morning, Peg. Good morning. How are you? Great. Thank you so much for taking the time to call in. Thank you for having me. I was really intrigued by your book, Daughter Detox, Recovering from an Unloving Mother and Reclaiming Your Life. What, what led to this book? I mean, I know a little bit about it, but if you could share with the listeners... Well, I um, wrote an earlier book on the subject. Um, I was myself an unloved daughter with a very, very difficult uh, mother. And I had written an earlier book called Mean Mothers, which really sketched out the problem and the fact that the problem existed. Um, but my, I started hearing from many women saying, okay, you've described the problem. What do we do about it? Yes. And um, in those you know, the eight years that elapsed between book one and book two, I did a great deal of research and interviewed many, 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 many women um, to really try to come up with strategies for reclaiming yourself from these childhood experiences. And that's basically how Daughter Detox came to be. Do you have people sometimes telling you, like, how can you share that, you know, stuff about your mom and, you know, like... Was it hard for you to just open up and be, you know, an open book about everything? Well, for me, it wasn't. I mean, I have had, uh, I, I'm in my late 60s. Mm -hmm. I've had years to process this information. Okay. And, in fact, I divorced my mother, as it were, uh, when I was, actually, more than 30 years ago. Wow. Yeah. When I discovered I was pregnant with my daughter, in mm -hmm. fact whose birthday happens to be today. Oh, so, happy birthday. Um, <laughs> so um, I've had many years to process this, but that said, this is an enormous taboo. Enormous. I know, you, I know. You cannot underestimate the taboo right. of uh, talking about a mother who's unloving. And um, as a result, it consigns daughters to uh, not only feeling shame, but also wrongly believing that they're the only girls on the planet who find themselves in this position. And I've, I've come to believe, actually, in the last two or three years, interviewing more and more women, that almost as damaging as the lack of maternal love mm -hmm. is the feeling of being the only one, of being singled out in this way, that you have a problem that no one else has and that you're an outlier of some sort. Right. And that leaves the daughter feeling with this permanent sense, even if, by the way, she goes on to marry reasonably successfully, have children of her own, she feels as though she doesn't really belong anywhere. Yeah. And uh, tackling that feeling of not belonging is enormous. It's, it's hard for people. Right. I think, you know, first of all, I want to say a couple of things. Um, I didn't have a great relationship with my mother, which is why I was very intrigued by your book. Um, <laughs> that no, and no one can tell you, you know, oh, how could you do that? How could you divorce your mother? I believe, like, you have to take care of yourself. And if people in your life, even if they're family or toxic, in my opinion, you have to protect yourself because, I mean, I just think it can just bring you down to a really dark place. Oh, listen, there's no question about that. 
here's the bottom line. If attachment theory is correct, mm-hmm. uh, which is that the, the, the connection between uh, mother and child is what forms the brain, uh, forms our opinions about how relationships work, teaches us what love is, etc. Um, it's thought that roughly 50 to 60 people, percent of all people, are secure, have a secure attachment in childhood. That said, mm-hmm. 40 to 50 percent of children, all children, do not have their emotional needs met. Right. So when we're talking about unloving mothers and unloved children, we are not talking about a teeny slice of the population. That's interesting. We're talking about a very big piece of the population pie that cultural taboos, particularly the myths of motherhood, prevent us from talking about. Right. Um, that's, that's really the, the key element, that this is really this closely held, pretty much open secret, mm-hmm. in fact, that is psychologically very, very... Well, if, if you had a relationship to your mother that was less than wonderful, then you know personally how isolating it is. Oh, yes. Yeah. It affects everything. I mean, as I've gotten older, I'm very thankful for so much she did for me. But when you're missing very important pieces of a connection with your mother, and I know this because I have the opposite relationship with my daughters, um, and I swore I would never be like that, and I, I am not, and I'm very thankful. Well, again, that's conscious awareness. I mean, that is the unloved daughters who become mothers. Mm-hmm and become consciously aware of the ways in which they were affected. Right. And, and again, an important point to make is this. It is not just the ways in, the toxic ways in which a mother can act. That is, by being hypercritical, by ignoring her child, by being dismissive of the child's needs, of being openly combative, or really controlling, right? Mm-hmm. It's not just those overt behaviors, which is what we have to identify first. It's what you didn't get as That's well. Right. right, right. So it's not just the combativeness. It's the lack of support. It's the support for being who you are, feeling free to feel what you feel, mm-hmm. being able to express yourself, all of those things, in fact, are noticeably absent when you have an unloving mother. Uh, so it's unloved children are affected both by the presence and the absence mm-hmm. of maternal behaviors. If you're just tuning in, we're speaking with Peg Streep. She's written a book called De- uh, Daughter Detox. Um, I want to mention that this isn't like a woe is me book, look what happened to me. It's based on science and a lot of research. Right. Well, I'm not a psychologist. That's okay. So, yeah, um, yeah that's right. But because I'm not a psychologist or a therapist drawing on a singular practice, um, what I really wanted to find out was what was out there that could help women who find themselves in this position. And how do we, in fact, um, go forward and start unlearning the behaviors we learned in childhood. Mm-hmm. Um, and 
relearning new behaviors. Again, I, th- I think a really important thing about the book is that when you first realize that your mother is unloving, your focus is on what your mother did and didn't do. This book is only about that at the very beginning. Mm-hmm. The rest of it is really about how you develop certain behaviors in response to this environment and this treatment. So it's not a woe is me thing. Right. In fact, it's very, um, I've had readers tell me that while it's painful and difficult to read, um, there's light at the end of the tunnel. I mean, I do believe yeah. that it, in fact, is possible uh, to heal from a toxic childhood. Well, one of the things you do point out in the book that you have seven distinct but interconnected stages on the path to reclaim your life from the effects of a ch- toxic childhood. Discovery, discernment, distinguish, disarm, reclaim, redirect, and recover. How did you come up with those? Um, they, honestly, I... It wasn't just the research, but it was also listening to women and seeing what, what the missing pieces were. Mm-hmm. I mean, that is the the discovery part, uh, and this is really counterintuitive. It can take people decades to realize that the way their mother is acting is unloving. And that's because children grow up in these little teeny tiny worlds where the mother runs the show, and a father. Mm-hmm. And as children, we normalize what's happening around us. Oh, yeah. We all believe that what happens at our house happens everywhere. Right. So um, that carries over into adulthood as well. So part of what stops an unloved daughter from understanding how she's been affected is not just normalizing her experience, but don't forget. What she really wants, by the way, is her mother to love her. And this is what I call the dance of denial. Mm -hmm. So she keeps feeling, as certainly I did, that if I just do X, Y, and Z, then I can fix this. Because the reality of it is, all the unloved daughter wants to be is one of those mother-daughter pairs walking down the street laughing together. Yes, exactly. That's, that's, you know, <laughs> she wants to be the girl who on Mother's Day buys one of those ridiculously corny cards that say, <laughs> I love you in a million languages. Right. And mean it. Exactly. And um, that, unfortunately, uh, most of the time uh, isn't forthcoming. Mm-hmm. So we just have a few more minutes, but... What would you like people to take away from your book? That your childhood isn't forever. Mm -hmm. That um, you can, in fact, change your behaviors, particularly if they're standing in the way of things that you really want. Um, And the places, you know, where, where this will show up in an unloved, daughter's adult life is difficulty managing relationships. They may be romantic relationships. They're often friendships. Um, Being overly sensitive, Uh which is ironic because many unloved daughters are told that they're overly sensitive, 
But in fact, they may be very rejection sensitive. Um, not being able to manage her emotions, um, getting flooded, panicked. All of these learned behaviors can, in fact, with effort, and it should be said, the best route is therapy, mm-hmm. but self-help can help too, is the truth. Right. So the takeaway is that if, if you feel as though your best self isn't showing up, that doesn't have to be forever. This is something that can be worked on. So let me ask you this, this is one of my last questions. You finished this book. How did you feel? Me personally? Yeah. Did you feel like, wow, I just needed to get that out? And was it healing? I would imagine it would be. Um, actually, it wasn't. Because in order to write the book, and again, I have been writing about mother-daughter relationships for 20 years. Mm-hmm. So, oh, and I have at this point, interviewed, connected with, heard the story of, gee, it, it, it's in the very high hundreds of women. I mean, really. I mean, mm-hmm. so in order to write this book, um, I pretty much processed all of this. I mean, I was asked recently, and it, it's a good question, you know, Am I fully healed? Am I the best possible version of myself? Um, I, 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 well, I think I could answer that. No. I mean, I don't think some, sometimes people are never fully healed. Well, I don't, but healing, again, the book describes it. I think that the way we talk about healing is wrong. We think of it as fixed. You can't see the cracks all better now. Right. This kind of healing, what happens is that the whole in your heart, gets smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller. Mm -hmm. It's still there. You can't change what happened. But your perspective on it changes very, very radically. And the whole relationship to who you are changes tremendously with healing. So I may not be the best version of myself I could have been if I'd had a loving mother. Mm Mm-hmm. But given the givens, this is pretty much as good as it gets. You know? <laughs> I think that's so, pretty good. <laughs> which is, that's okay. That is okay. That's so, right. <laughs> so, Peg, where can people find out more about you? <clears throat> the best way to find me is on Facebook at Peg Streep. Uh, Peg Streep. Author. Okay. S-T-R-E-P. S-T-R-E-P. Okay. I also write for Psychology Today and that. for Psych Central. And the book is available exclusively on Amazon, uh, Daughter Detox, uh, Recovering from an Unloving Mother and Reclaiming Your Life. Well, I want to thank you so much for calling in. This has been great. And uh, within an hour or so after I wrap, I will have a link to this conversation, and I'll send you a copy. Perfect. All right? Thank you so much. Thanks, Peg. Have a great day. You too. Bye. Bye. That was author Peg Streep calling in to talk about her latest book, Daughter Detox. Uh, If you missed any part of it, again, it will be up on my show blog within an hour after I wrap. And the show blog, getthefunkoutshow.kuci.org. I am on Twitter at moms, M-O-M-Z underscore rock. KUCI is on Twitter at KUCI-FM. We are on Instagram at KUCI-FM, Tumblr, blog.kuci.org. And we're on Facebook at KUCI 88.9. We're going to take a little break, and then I will be back, and I have someone else joining us from UCI. This is going to be great. 
You're listening to KCI 88.9 FM in Irvine.